Welcome to Bill and Tony's Excellent Adventure in Music. Here are your hosts, Bill Fraser and Tony Sartu. Welcome to Bill and Tony's Excellent Adventure in Music. I'm Bill. And I'm Tony. And we usually explore our love for music. And we share some facts and some thoughts, and we talk about some of the best albums of all time. But this is our little setup for season three, and we're doing some conversations and some concerts that we saw. So today, we're going to talk about some festivals. Yeah, so this year, we went to two music festivals. And uh, for both festivals, uh, we went with our buddy Bert. And the first one we went to was called M3F in Phoenix, Arizona, and the big takeaway there besides the fact that we're super old <laughs> we were 30 years older than anybody there <laughs> we were easily top three percent percentile age-wise it was unbelievable um but nonetheless we had a great time and we were exposed to someone who is now one of my favorite artists um it's like literally i can't stop listening to her maggie rogers so what a treat going to M3F was. M3F was really eye-opening for me with Maggie. Um, so I definitely heard some of her stuff and had started trying to, to listen ahead of going into that, into that concert. Uh, but she really blew me away in, in Phoenix. And, and then, you know, we just went to see her again at The Man in Philly, and she was phenomenal there. But she blew me away in Phoenix. It was a lot more rock than I expected it to be. It, you know, you get the singer songwriter, but you get like just a, a really good rock artist. Um, and, and I didn't expect that. So she really just blew me away and her vocals are just out of this world. Vocals, tremendous stage um, presence is absolutely amazing. And the quality of the songs is great. So I'm just, she's already uh, mixing her, her third album. So super excited about that coming out. When we saw her in Philly, she did a couple of the, the new songs uh, as well. So I'm really looking forward to that. But we're not here to talk about Maggie. We're not here to talk about M3F, just kind of smuggle her in there. We're here to talk about See Here Now, the uh, uh, I think maybe the fifth or sixth iteration uh, over in Asbury Park. So Tone, See Here Now was a two-day festival. It was a Saturday and a Sunday. And I remember when me, you, Bert, and Will were talking about trying to get tickets for this, and it was on presale. And you know, it was like 10 a.m. presale, and we're gonna go. And um, I tried to get to it. By the time I got to it, I didn't get tickets. You and Bert did get tickets, and as, as it turned out, Bert couldn't go both days, so I got to go on Sunday, which was a special treat for me. But you got to go both days, so. I would love for you to share what Saturday was like, uh, because I'm really curious as to kind of how, how it laid out Saturday and what the differences were from Saturday to Sunday. Yeah. So obviously the layout itself, you know, didn't change. Um, but one of the speakers changed. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. So the, um, so since you mentioned the speakers, the, the sound was, was really good. And, uh, we met up with, um, our buddy, uh, Eddie Jones and uh, and his family. And basically what we did was we parked right in the middle of the beach. So um, you were pretty far from both stages. 
So, you know, you couldn't get really a great look at anybody, but the sound was still great, you know, so you could hear the music good and you could just get a nice, comfortable setup without being, you know, trampled uh, by people, you know, all day. So that was a nice, comfortable setup. Um, the, the disappointing thing was uh, we had sprung for the GA plus, which gave you some, you know, supposedly some extra amenities. You know, we were expecting some improved viewing areas and some uh, better access to uh, concessions and bathrooms. And those things were available, but only on one of the three stages. So that was a bit of a disappointment. So one of the challenges is, you know, you're on the beach and you want to, you know, go to the bathroom or get a drink or get something to eat. You're basically missing half of the set for whoever you're watching. So that was a, you know, a bit of a disappointment, you know, that it wasn't easier to navigate or faster to navigate. But thankfully the sound was really good on Saturday and the artists that I saw were The Killers, Greta Von Fleet, Sheryl Crow and uh Royal Blood and Tosh Sultana. So um I'm not going to talk about all of them. Uh Sheryl Crow is a longtime favorite of mine and you know, she, you know, she did her, you know, her, her big songs and stuff. And it was perfectly nice. Greta Von Fleet put on, you know, a, uh, an, a good show. As people know, I'm not a uh, Led Zeppelin fan and they're, you know, a, a Led Zeppelin knockoff. So watching uh, basically a, a Led Zeppelin copycat band is, you know, can be fun if that's your jam. It's not my jam. So, you know, whatever it was great i guess um royal blood sounded good they were on when we walked in and then finally the night ended with the killers and the killers you know they played most of the hits and they you know the hits are great and they sounded really good so a lot of fun perfect weather and you know just some some trouble getting in it took like half an hour to get in from the south gate so the uh, pro tip for next time is take the north gate entrance supposedly there's not a lot of uh, foot traffic coming that way but all in all, and don't spring for the GA plus, right? So. Oh, and don't spring for the GA plus, not worth it. So that was my experience on Saturday. What was your uh, take on Sunday? So Sunday, we got a little bit of a later later start because um, you were at the all day Saturday. I was at the Eagles and Steely Dan on Saturday night. So like, I don't think either one of us felt like rushing to to the beach on Sunday. So we got a little bit of a later start. I think we got there. I don't know three ish in the afternoon 3 30 ish in the afternoon something like that uh, and then we walked over so by the time we actually got to the, the entrance i think it was probably like four you know a little after four or something like that i think we were in the venue a little after four okay um so if we were in the venue a little bit after four then we got there early early tonight because we were waiting in that line yeah. for at least 45 minutes at least yeah. Um, so that's for me, pet peeve, like they just did not handle a mass of people very well. It wasn't that it was unorganized or, you know, whatnot, because I didn't feel like it was unorganized. I actually thought it was, it looked fairly organized. It just didn't move well. And I'm not sure why, because it had people checking bags. It had places where you could go that if you didn't have a bag, it had the, the swipe for the, 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 the bracelet. I mean, it, in theory, it should have been relatively quick. But at no point did it start moving. I mean, we yeah. literally were standing there for 45 minutes with the line not moving at all. And then it started to trickle, you know, and so it moved 
like sand through an hourglass for 45 minutes. It was really slow. Yeah, it was really slow. And shame on us because I mentioned that maybe we should walk around to the North Gate. And we're just like, ah, by the time we walk around to the North Gate, we, you know what? We should have walked around to the North Gate. Yeah. So line line took forever. So then we get in and, you know, I was equally underwhelmed with GA+. Plus. Um, you know, the, the little area was nice, but the fact that it was only by the third stage was really not a selling point. So, I mean, the, the fact that really the only thing you got out of GA+, plus was a separate area for toilets and some concessions around the third stage is not a, a draw point. I mean, it's it's if the, if, if the artists that you want to see are on the third stage, get GA+. Yeah, but you don't know that when you're buying the GA+. Yeah, exactly. So, um, you know, for, for that, I don't think the price delta would have been worth it based upon what I remember the regular GA and GA plus price difference was. I think it was almost double. Yeah. Um, so the lineup Sunday, by the time we got there, you know, we got some food and got situated. We headed over to the main stage and we, well, as we were walking walk in, the in Beach there. Boys were playing. Yeah, we, we, we walked over in probably the middle of the Beach Boys set, right? Yeah. And uh, the first thing I noticed when we got there, I think you said Eddie and family were in almost the same spot they were yeah. that you guys were the, the day prior. Yeah. Sound was terrible. So you could barely hear the Beach Boys on stage, like barely hear them. And I mean, I don't know that I needed to hear them any louder than I did, but um, it, it was it was hard to, you know, you're there to hear music and you can barely hear the music. And I, like that was frustrating. It was it was a nice day. It was comfortable kind of just hanging out la lazily when when the Beach Boys were on. But sound was terrible. And I was kind of underwhelmed with the number of speakers that they had set up. So I remember you know, writing off the Beach Boys sound at first because that was the first act that we saw to them just being old because, you know, I was there the day before the sound was great. Agreed. I mean, that's I was ready to put it in that bucket as well. I'm like, oh, maybe they just don't want the volume up that loud. But then it leads into Weezer and I've seen Weezer play live before and Weezer is loud and awesome and the speakers were just not consistent. So we moved up to hear Weezer and we listened to maybe the first five songs closer to the stage. And even closer to the stage, the uh, speakers were going up and they were vacillating in volume. It wasn't mm -hmm. consistent. So I, it was like, oh, my goodness, is this going to be what the whole day is like? And it really was for Beach Boys and for, for Weezer. I mean, you, you got basically inconsistent volume. If you were closer up, you could hear Weezer well enough. But it, it didn't feel like just a great concert sound. You mentioned uh, Weezer. So once you shout out um, some of our old Manalpin friends that we uh, got to hang out with for a few minutes. When we walked up, we actually got to chat for a few minutes with Joanne, Michelle, Andrea, and Francesca. Yeah, so it was really uh, nice to see some old familiar faces. And uh, thanks for letting us hang out with you guys for a little bit up uh, during the Weezer show. And then finally, we end up with, oh, so then we also had a gap, right? Because I think uh, Tegan and Sarah were supposed to play on the other yeah, stage. Yeah, which, which was a bummer. I think one of them got sick or, yeah. or both of them got sick, which is a bummer. They would have been pretty cool to, to hear. Yeah, so there was so, a gap there. Yeah, I was definitely looking forward to uh, seeing them as well. So, uh, and then we close out the night with the Foo Fighters. We did get the Breeders. 
Oh, that's right. Yeah, my bad. Yeah, we we got the breeders. They actually sounded, you know, that one stage that other had stage decent volume. Yeah. yeah, that one stage had had decent volume. So um, the breeders sounded really good. They were they were fun. And then we get the foos. So for me, Sunday was all about seeing the Foo Fighters. I wanted to see them live for the longest time. They've been one of my favorite bands for a really long time. I think I I talked about it when we did the Foo Fighter podcast. I I remember. being a Nirvana fan and, you know, wanting Dave Grohl to be successful in his new band and then hearing him on the Stern show doing Everlong and My Hero Acoustic, you know, when I was living in Long Island and driving to work, you know, catching them actually live on the Stern show here doing that, I became a fan instantly. And I've been a huge fan ever since, effectively. And I really wanted to see them, obviously, tragic circumstances last year with with the death of Taylor Hawkins and the cancellation of their tour, I was excited to be able to actually go see them. So it was a whole lot of fun. I was really worried that we were going to get terrible volume based upon how the Beach Boys and Weezer played out. And we moved up a bit to try to get closer to the speakers, but they must have done something because by the time, I think it was like three or four songs in it stabilized like it was it was loud but it was still going up and down a little bit like one or two songs in and by like three or four songs in i felt like it was just steady steady volume um so i i felt like once we got into like the swing of the foos it was pretty solid the one thing that was interesting was they came out a half hour early so yeah. there was a threat of weather and they were supposed to come on at nine they came out at eight thirty. And they played for two and a half hours, which was awesome. Like, you know, it's, you don't, you know, two hours and 15 minutes or whatever it was, right? You don't usually get that at the festival. You usually get like an hour, an hour and a half set. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was really cool to get to see an almost full Foo Fighters set uh, at a festival. Yeah, they absolutely gave us way more than we bargained for. It was great. Um, yeah, so the sound did improve a couple of songs in. Uh, I know in the newspaper, I saw the newspaper. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <In the> newspaper. <laughs> who am I, Brian? Um <laughs> I saw <laughs> I saw some news stories um you know about you know the massive complaints, but I'm gonna give credit to our friend Aaron who uh was lodging uh, complaints for real time, real time in, in real time for a few uh, hours. So even though I know there were a lot of people doing it, I think Aaron was the one that got them to fix it. So thank you, Aaron, for fixing the sound for the Foo Fighters. And they were as great live as I expected them to be. I mean, Dave Grohl is dynamic and awesome. The band was tight. Everything I expected, I got. The vocals are something, you know, that are just, he's such a good screamer. Um, and he actually says that during the show, like, you know, he tries to get the, the crowd to scream with him. He's like, it takes it takes work to be able to scream like this. And it's true. Like he he is a really powerful, like screamer vocal. And it's it's fun. Like he, they played everything I wanted to hear mostly um, and just really, really enjoyed the set. Yeah. So that was my second time seeing them. And, you know, s- similar experiences. They're really such a tight band uh, live and. Uh, so so much energy and and great songs live. So it's just really a fun show to see anytime you can see them. So full marks for the Foos. And Josh Freeze was a great addition as the drummer. I mean, I, just an absolute perfect plug-in. Um, I mean, obviously it's hard to fill Taylor Hawkins' shoes and any band that 
you know, Dave Grohl's in, it's hard to be the drummer in necessarily. Uh, but Josh Freeze is an awesome drummer in his own right. He's been a studio drummer forever. Um, you know, I, I was trying to remember when Tony and I were, were chatting at the, you know, the start of the show, I was trying to remember, and I knew he was in a couple of bands, like as, as a drummer on albums. And I couldn't, rem- I knew, I remember Devo and I couldn't remember the other Nine Inch Nails also, oh. which, which was awesome. So it was definitely, uh, definitely something where you know he he's got a lot of studio experience he's a he's an excellent drummer and he fit in really really nicely wow i didn't know that he was in nine inch nails so those great um drum uh lines on nine inch nails songs are are him like across at the le- board at least at least some of the studio albums yeah okay. he recorded on yeah. interesting cool all right so any um you know any final thoughts would you go again to see her now <laughs> so so i'm gonna i'm gonna answer that um in in two parts um i will 1000 percent go see the food fighters again in fact they're on pre-sale for city field and i am going to buy tickets for for 2024 so i am i've got my little timer set i'm gonna buy city field i'm gonna go to the baseball stadium and watch a concert again which i i don't love baseball stadiums for concerts but and especially my last experience at city field for a concert for lady gaga was not great but i'm gonna go because i want to see the food fighters and that's the only thing they're playing in the area Really? That's it? City freaking Two field? city field shows. Two city field oh, shows. that's garbage. So the one I want to go to has got The Pretenders and uh, Wolfgang Van Halen opening. So I definitely want to go to go to see it. But yeah, city field. Yeah. So oh, 100% great. I will go see the Foo Fighters again. Will I go to see here now again? It depends on who's headlining. So I would say that standing on the beach in the sand is harder than I expected it to be for as you know to stand there and and like you know dance or whatever for like hours it's like it's really hard on your feet um you know and especially if you're not sitting and when you're packed in together because you want to see Weezers see the Foo Fighters or whatever there's not a great opportunity to to sit and see the stage or you know whatever so you've got to be like standing and standing on the sand is harder than I thought it was going to be so for me, it's really going to depend on who the the headlining artists are. If there's if there's somebody really amazing that I want to go see, then I probably would go. Yeah, I agree. So I'm not a lock uh, to go next year or whatever, but it's it's dependent on the the lineup. So um, to be determined. Yeah, that's that's the best way to say it. To be determined, I would you know make it dependent upon the lineup. Oh, I'll just add to that. The other thing that is just makes it dicey is with perfect weather. The weather couldn't have been better for both days uh, that I went to. Uh, so the unknown is the weather, you know, because it, well, rains. it was supposed to pour. It was like, yeah. you know, they had what Hurricane Lee going on at the time. Mm-hmm. So it was like it was supposed to pour on the on the Sunday yeah. night. And it was it rained that night just a little later than. Uh, well, and we got five minutes of rain on the beach. Mm-hmm. And then it didn't rain until we were driving home. Exactly. So, yeah, so it's a it's a tricky proposition, but uh, definitely enjoyed it. And we'll, we'll see about next year. Bill, how can folks get a hold of us if they want to contact us? So we've got email, bill at bntexcellent.com, tony at bntexcellent.com. We've got social media, Instagram, Bill and Tony Pod, Twitter or X, Bill and Tony Pod, and Facebook, BNT Excellent. Or you could send us a pigeon. All right, so that just about does it for us today, and we'll be back at you with another Quick Bite uh, concert review uh, in the next few days. 
All right. Thanks, everybody.